Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter Stronger Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world is. Guys, today is Thursday, and we missed the episode yesterday because I was actually giving a presentation in the morning and I really needed the time to prepare. And the presentation was about focused brain nutrition and lifestyle, how to upgrade our brain for flow states, for optimal mental performance through food and certain lifestyle choices. So I absolutely love presenting on this topic. So I had a blast. And over the course of the next several months, I'll be touching on this topic of optimizing brain performance, mental state through food, through nutrition, and through lifestyle choices much, much more. Uh, I'm going to invite some experts also to dig deep into nutritional psychiatry, neuroscience of performance and how it is connected to our gut, to the foods we eat. So much fascinating and exciting stuff is coming, guys. So stay tuned. And today, guys, I wanted to talk to you about something that I was asked quite often over the course of the past couple of weeks when people see my content around mental states and nutrition, how food can help to optimize brain performance, I'm often asked about anxiety and depression. Because a lot of people seem to have um, either full-blown anxiety and depression, or um, just they often experience some states that can be uh, close to anxious states and more um, of depression, not so much full-blown depression, but, you know, when you're down and you're just often feeling numb for it, not like living your life to the fullest, but more on the pessimistic, on the uh, darker side of things, right? And Guys, it's no surprise that more and more people are having these symptoms, actually. I want you to understand and to think about one simple fact, that we have this highway of communication between our gut and our brain. It's called vagus nerve. And there is there are actually many more messages coming from our gut to our brain communicating what's happening in our environment, what's happening with our food supply, right? There is so much happening in the gut. And our brain, our whole body, they depend on what's happening in our gut, the nutrients, possible pathogen, the availability of certain nutrients and abundance and uh, not enough of other nutrients. So nutrition is everything. Our whole life depends on it. And it's no surprise that there is so much communication happening between our gut and our brain. Plus, our gut is where we encounter our external environment in the most intimate form. That's where in the gut we put external environment in the form of food and different substances into our internal environment, right? And then that gets into our bloodstream. And so monitoring what's happening in our gut, it's very important for our survival on so many levels. And that's why there is all this communication happening between our gut and our brain. And so if our nutrition is not optimized for what we were designed for, for what 
our gut was designed for, then our brain is not going to be performing its best either. There are so many chemical messages and sometimes pathogens and bacteria can get from our gut to our brain. And there are certain um, chemicals that can change our mental state are produced in the gut. If there is too much inflammation happening in the gut or immune system is triggered in the the gut all too often, that's all going to change your mental state and not in a positive way. So, if there is something wrong going on on a regular basis in your gut, you're not going to be in an optimal, happy state. And that all makes sense. If there is something wrong in your gut, guys, your life depends on it. Your brain has to know about that. And you have to not, and you have to not feel good. So, you take actions uh, on that not feeling good uh, state, so to speak. So, you change it and you improve. It all makes sense. And so a lot of anxieties, a lot of depressions, they or depressive states, they actually are caused by what's happening in your gut. Sometimes it is uh, imbalance in neurotransmitters, neurochemicals. Yeah, there is such a thing also. But more often than not, in our modern world, with our messed up food supply, where there is so much crap that our guts never encountered before, uh, so much processed stuff uh, that doesn't influence our gut microbiome in a positive way, there is so much stuff going on uh, that was previously never there that it's no surprise that a lot of people start experiencing anxieties and uh, mental states that are not positive. And today I want to bring you the best uh, food recommendation from a nutritional psychiatry or that new emerging field that combines psychiatry and nutrition and gives people guidelines and recommendations on how to eat for a happy gut and a happy brain. And the link between our gut and our brain, it's very strong. And so the connection between psychiatry and nutrition is also very strong and our gut health and our mental health. So let's first talk about foods, guys. And I made a list here in my notebook from the best resources from books to different studies. So I made notes about foods that negatively impact our mental state and our gut health. And if you someone who suffers from anxieties and negative mental states quite often, I highly recommend you to exclude these foods at least for a month and include other foods that I'm also going to recommend to you today that are proven to improve mental state and gut health in a positive way. So do the experiment for a month and see how you feel. More often than not, that works much better than any medications currently on the market without any side effects, just the benefits for your health and fitness. So the negative uh, foods, the foods that make your gut health and your mental health worse. Sugars, processed carbs, and carbohydrates that have high glycemic index. And high glycemic index basically means that they... um, raise your blood sugar too fast, too much. And when it comes to added sugars, processed carbohydrates, we kind of understand what they mean, right? So those are white flowers, added sugars. But with high uh, glycemic index carbohydrates, uh, it's a little bit more complicated because some of them are quite natural, like white rice or white potatoes or um, agave syrup or honey. Um, high glycemic 
index foods that are quite natural, right? But they also seem to be affected, affecting gut health and gut microbiome and mental state in a negative way. So for a period of time of one month, I would completely exclude those and instead eat whole fruit, eat brown rice if you have to, eat rice if you like rice, uh, eat oats, beans, chickpeas, all the whole foods uh, that are not white, that um, have a lot of fiber, a lot of volume, a lot of water. If you have, by the way, any questions about any foods that you hear about on this podcast today, please feel free to reach out and I'll give you my best recommendation. So processed carbohydrates and sugars, added sugars, high glycemic index carbohydrates. By the way, guys, you can also Google high glycemic index carbohydrates and you're going to get the full list. So Google is good for that too. Now, the next one, artificial sweeteners. There is a lot of controversial data about artificial sweeteners, and there are so many of them, you know, it's no surprise that there is so much controversy going on right now. But for the next months of this experiment, please do exclude them because they do seem to have a negative effect on gut microbiome and mental states in many people. So artificial sweeteners, please eliminate them to all of them. So the only sweetness that should, that should be present in your diet should come from things like whole fruit, not dried fruits. No, go for whole foods for this month. Next foods that you should exclude uh, for the next months, at least before trying to introduce them again, seeing how they affect your mental state. So fried foods, anything that was deep fried, anything at all, even if it was broccoli, but it was fried in some oil and some uh, dough, also eliminated. Deep fried foods of any kind do not work well for anyone's gut or anyone's mental health. So deep fried foods, then we have fake fats, all kinds of margarines or spreads. Go for natural fats, meaning olives, olive oil, avocados, avocado oil, coconuts, Anything that has a lot of ingredients and those ingredients are not whole foods should not be in your diet for now, no matter how many calories or fats they have or do not have. And then nitrates. Um, Nitrates are preservatives that are usually present in things like some cheese products, salami, sausages. So make sure to read ingredients and For this month, for the next months of this gut and mental health experiment, just eliminate all the processed foods, guys. That is much easier. If you would like to eat some meat or some any sort of animal product, chicken, turkey, whatever that might be, check the ingredient list and make sure there are no preservatives, no chemical terms that you do not understand. Next one, caffeine. Uh, when it comes to anxieties, when it comes to depression, make sure that you manage your caffeine well. Too much caffeine for people, especially people who are sensitive, people who already experience anxiety and depression, too much caffeine is a bad thing. What is good amount? Probably a couple of small cups of coffee, a couple of espresso shots taken 
in the morning without sugar, black, uh, 12 hours uh, away from your sleep. That that is good. Also, decaf coffee works. So for the next months, again, really be mindful about your caffeine consumption because in most people, uh, overshooting caffeine or consuming it in at the wrong times, uh, too early in the day, um, night earlier than 90 minutes after your waking time or too close to your bedtime, meaning less than 10 hours away from your bedtime, might really trigger more anxieties, depression, and problems with your sleep that in turn will also uh, increase your anxiety and depression. So caffeine, be very mindful about that. Alcohol affects your anxiety and mental state and your uh, depression. So for the next months, I would really try to eliminate it as much as possible. Maybe a glass of wine once in a while with your lunch, not with your dinner, because that affects your sleep. That can be doable for some people. If you really struggle, then eliminate alcohol for one month. And that's about it, guys, for foods that seem to affect our gut health and our mental health, causing more anxiety and depression. This is the full food list. So it's not a lot. You know, stick with whole foods, cook meals, uh, and make sure that you read the ingredients on all of the products, and you'll be in a really good place. And now, guys, let's talk about foods that will help you to improve your gut health, your mental health much faster. Elimination is not enough. There are some nutrients that are essential, that are important to make your brain and your gut healthy. Let's start with the gut. Our gut loves fiber, natural fibers from vegetables and fruit and nuts and seeds, uh, whole grains and beans. You know, beans are superfoods for the gut. They are the richest in the all the right kinds of fiber, right? So if you love lentils, chickpeas, I can eat chickpeas by the bucket. If you love them, eat them. They are amazing for the gut. Have more fiber than any other food per uh, bite of that food. So beans, lentils, but then of course vegetables, your asparagus, your Brussels sprouts and broccoli and sweet potatoes and um, whole grains, uh, the ones that are truly whole, not the ones that were made into flour and put into bread and they kind of there, but kind of not. So whole, something that looks whole, right? So those are rich in different kinds of fibers, soluble and insoluble, and they are super important for your gut health and making your gut bugs or your gut microbiome happy. And that makes your brain quite happy too. And with that, you also get a whole range of polyphenols or plant phytochemicals and antioxidants that your gut and your brain also love a lot and that will improve your gut health. It's been shown that people who consume a lot of antioxidants and plant phytochemicals, they do seem to be happier people overall. So consume those foods, vegetables, fresh fruit, uh, lentils, beans, nuts and seeds, whole grains. Consume them uh, especially focus on vegetables and fruit, on beans, on lentils. Um, those are 
super rich in fibers and phytochemicals and vitamins and minerals. Um, then fatty fish is super important for brain health. Guys, I cannot stress enough. In a lot of studies, uh, eating fatty fish and consuming on top of that uh, good quality fish oil supplement in bigger amounts, not a little bit, because here those makes not the poison, but the cure. Um, usually you would want to consume uh, two, three grams of EPAs and DHAs, not just fish oil, but actual omega-3 fatty acids in that oil. So if you experience anxiety and depression at a very um, high level, then really ramping up your consumption of fish like salmon, herring, sardines, mackerel, and then getting fish oil on top of them can really change the whole game. And now that we are getting into nutrients, guys, B vitamins are super, super important for your mental health. So if you struggle right now with anxiety and depression, I highly recommend you to supplement with good quality B complex vitamins. So all of the B vitamins supplement with that on top of your diet. Then we get probiotics that are amazing for our gut and seem to positively impact our mental health. And the best probiotics are fermented foods, things like yogurt, kimchi, sauerkraut, of course, without any preservatives that might might make your mental health and gut health worse. So fermented food with ton of probiotics, they also are great foods, a lot of data about their positive effect on gut health and mental health. Then we get nutrients like vitamin D. Um, guys, uh, a lot of people, you might also be one of those people, still don't understand how important vitamin D is for our health and especially for our mental health. And so if you do not live in a tropical climate and you do not get sun exposure on big parts of your body regularly, then you do need to supplement. So if you do not supplement and you do not get sun on a regular basis, then that alone might be the cause of your anxiety and depression. So vitamin D, but also other vitamins like A, C, E, they have a lot to do with mental health, with um, gut health. So maybe a good multivitamin might be a really great idea too for now when you are in the process of rebuilding your mental health and reducing your anxiety and stress levels. Then we get minerals that are proven to be very important for mental health too because they nourish either neurons in our brain or they, they are involved highly in regulating our blood glucose. Our brain is very sensitive to that or they are involved in uh, production of energy and energy has a lot to do with our mental state. Um, iron, magnesium, potassium. Uh, why these minerals specifically? Because a lot of people are deficient in them because iron, for example, in big amounts can really be absorbed and uh, attained from things like red meat. And with all the publicity and vegan diets, a lot of people do not eat a lot of red meat, not in anywhere in sufficient amounts to get all the iron. So please do supplement with that. If you um, have... Uh, the, you know, if you think that you might be deficient and you do not eat ton and ton of spinach and, or ton uh, of red meat or, or ton of shellfish, um, 
like mussels, for example, or some other shellfish that are quite high in iron. Then we get magnesium. Most people are getting nowhere near the amount of magnesium they need for optimal mental state. So I highly recommend supplementing with magnesium almost to anyone because almost anyone does not get enough magnesium. So good quality magnesium, crucial for mental health. Magnesium is needed every time we need to make energy. Uh, we need to make proteins and proteins are everything in our body, right? So magnesium supplementation, really amazing for your physical and mental health. And we get potassium. And people like myself who eat entirely whole food diet, we do get enough potassium. All the other people, not so much. And potassium is one of the minerals that we need a lot of, uh, about four or five grams. And compared to other vitamins and minerals, it's a lot. It's like body's major electrolyte and mineral that is needed to maintain certain blood sugar, blood pressure, hydration levels. It's so crucial for all aspects of health. And most people don't get enough. Um, to get more potassium from foods, pay specific attention to foods like spinach or Swiss chard, Brussels sprouts, also bananas, avocados, mushrooms, fruit like plums, rich in potassium, right? Dairy products have some, all the other animal products, uh, not so much. So a lot of plant material to get your potassium. Maybe it makes sense to supplement a little bit with potassium, um, especially if your blood pressure and maybe hydration levels seem to be all over the place. So potassium, but, you know, whole food diet, a lot of green, leafy greens, um, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit will add quite a lot of potassium into your diet. And that's about it, guys. It sounds a little bit complicated, and it is, because your mental health, it's like a mirror. It does reflect what's happening in your gut and what's happening with your health overall. And so if you are continuously in a state uh, with anxiety, with depression, again, maybe not full-blown, but, you know, close to being more anxious, more uh, depressed than uh, you think is normal, then just re-listen to this episode, uh, make a list of all these foods, uh, look into supplementation, especially with B vitamins, especially with vitamin D. If you do not live in um, sunny climates, um, look into fish oil supplementation, especially if you're not a fan of fatty fish and do not eat it every day, almost every day like I do. Uh, look into mineral supplementation, um, especially iron, magnesium, uh, potassium would make sense for most people from my experience. Calcium, guys, also a very important mineral for uh, mental health. And if you are not into dairy products, like a lot of yogurt, like I eat half a liter of yogurt every day, then probably calcium is also a mineral that you would want to look into. And if you have any questions about this list of foods to eliminate and to include, please do reach out. I'm available uh, most often on my Instagram, and please do, do reach out with your questions. What What's even better if you send me a day of your food 
including everything, absolutely everything that you consume with your supplements and medications, etc. And I'll give you a few quick recommendations where I would look into first to help yourself with anxiety and depression. And guys, I actually think that it's quite empowering that you can change what you eat and you can change how you feel. It's that simple often. Now, again, there are some conditions that require a little bit more attention, but more often than not, from my experience in our modern world, people get a lot of anxieties and a lot of depression and depression-like moods simply because of the foods on our plates, and that's it. And it's quite powerful, again, because you can change what you eat today, the next meal. And that will change the way you feel. Because food, after all, is a bunch of chemicals. And all of our emotions, our states, our thoughts, those are also a bunch of chemicals. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you for listening. Please share this episode with people who struggle with anxiety and depression and give them the power to change that through food. Stay tuned for more episodes on brain and nutrition. And till next time, as usual, guys, eat better daily.